This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And welcome in, everyone, to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. I'm Joe Krause, running the controls again, and glad to be here for another week of conversation and another week of education as the Thrive team continues to educate the entire Delaware Valley. David, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How you doing this morning? I'm doing great, man. Yeah, you sound it. I am. I'm yeah, fired, you're fired up. up. I got to lower my volume. I'm fired up. Got to save that voice. I got to save the voice. I did have a broadcast before this broadcast, so my voice is fresh. Sounds <laughs> good. good. Sounds good. Well, let's jump right into it, man. We got a lot of stuff happening. We got some great conversation to have today. We had an awesome week with the. Uh, seminars that we do again. I think we had two this week. Or last yep. week we had what four or five. Four, yeah. But uh, you coming you, out? You had a really good one in yeah. Brandywine Prime and Chad's Ford. They came out like standing room only. That's fantastic. It was yeah, yeah. new venue. Love it. And how's the food there? Unbelievable. I didn't know that there was a, such a thing as like a seventy dollars steak. But well, you know what I heard from the people that were there was. It's a $70 steak, and I was like, I'll be darned. So I was like, my wife and I are going to go back there and check it out at the end of the day. It was awesome. I lived there in that area. I'd never been there, but what a spectacular restaurant and just heard about it. So you know what I love? What David was saying, we had a couple of people saying, I got the invitation for Brandywine Prime. We haven't had an opportunity to go there. And we went there for the food. And then at the end, they said, never did we think we were going to schedule a meeting with y'all. And I, we were so thankful that we came out and did. So just another uh, appreciation and hear about somebody from the Thrive Army saying this conversation was different than the other conversations we've heard before. So Yeah. Yeah. And we were uh, at the William, we were there quite yeah. frequently. We love the folks at the William Penn and they do such a fantastic job. Food is fantastic, but we were packed. Packed. Right. Like- Packed. 70 plus people, Joe. We ran out of seats. We ran out of seats. We had to bring in extra tables. We were like up again, you know, I, I, I don't want to admit it publicly, but I think we were above the fire code. Uh, um, I love that. <laughs> yeah, but it is what it is, you know, and uh, it was a fantastic crowd. And again, similar stuff. And you know what? I'll use that. Uh, I'm so excited to hear it. And I'll use that as a uh, reference to the listening audience. When we go into the commercial breaks today, you're going to hear upcoming workshops for the remainder of the month. So you're going to start to hear for next week and the next week you'll hear for the following week. But the message is don't delay. Get on thrivefinancialservices.com and get registered. Get educated, get registered. But wow, it's great to hear that. Yeah, and we're really excited. And again, there's no slowing down. And what's really, I think, awesome, and we're not sure, you know, again, we're not sure exactly why it's happening, but I think with 
you know, the Federal Reserve being so prominent in the news and, you know, the Secure Act 2.0 and, you know, the continued geopolitical stuff. And they say inflation's starting to come down, but at the same day, or, you know, at the same time, you know, things are still costing way too much for people. Uh, there was a consumer study just came out this week that people now are starting to think about spending less. Um, something that's really interested, Karen and I were looking at a potential real estate development deal that we want to do, and we probably spoke to four or five different banks uh, in the Delaware Valley very recently, and the common comment was, we're not looking at doing development or real estate development or commercial real estate construction development because of the pending recession that's coming down the pike. So you hear a bunch of stuff in the media, but at the same time, Joe, right? All the big tech companies, the leaders, the growth leaders from last year and the year before, not last year, but the year before, 18,000 people laid off at Amazon, 12,000 at Facebook. You know, the list keeps going on. And then it's been earnings week, you know, over the past two weeks, actually. And you see across the ticker that this company missed earnings, this one missed revenue, this missed profit. You know, the bankers tend to be the leading indicator because bankers tend to be very good risk managers when it comes to the economy. And if they're pulling back on their lending guidelines and what they have an appetite for, that really should be a pretty good insight to our listening audience that it might be time to start thinking about buckling down the hatches. Now, this is the one part that I don't like doing about the seminars, is because sometimes it gets perceived as fear-baiting, but we cover the facts, right? At the beginning of our seminars, we kind of paint that picture of why we have a strong belief that taxes are probably going up in the future. So we're citing a lot of things related to the economy. And it's quite depressing, quite frankly. Like, I, I actually have to make light of it a little bit in the seminar, saying, hey, look, I'm really sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. How many of you want to storm me right now and, you know, you know draw and quarter me like William Wallace and Braveheart? Um, but it's just the facts. It is what it is, and we have to talk about it. And here's the good news. We create that awareness. We provide the education. And then we bring the leadership to kind of walk you through, the, you know, kind of the fog and like, how do you get to the other side? That's nice. You know, a great retirement, peace of mind, health, you know, all those good things. So it's exciting to see. I think that's what's happening is people are coming out of the woodwork now, recognizing this may be the time for me to get that education that I need. And we're not slowing down. And I want to tell you that we just added... Uh, Eric Schuster, who's been one of our guest speakers on the radio show a couple times, certified financial planner. Eric's now conducting seminars within the Delaware Valley. And we've got another, you know, Jeff uh, Walker, who's been a, a longstanding financial advisor with us. He's been doing it. We've added to his um, inventory of doing seminars. And then we got a, a new gentleman that came on board with us who's a veteran of the industry. Um, I don't know. Grant's been in the business 
25 years? Yeah, 25 years. Sharp guy, um, down from the main line, experienced. So we're going to kind of throw him in the mix. So now it's Brett, myself, Grant, Jeff, and Eric. So there's six of us, right? Is that right? Did I add that up? I have, you know, I was counting my fingers there, John. I think my, I think not holding my pen yeah, added Karen, in five. Life. Karen helped five. Out, yeah. <laughs> right? So that's five. That's five financial advisors. You know that. So we're probably doing ten to twelve of these on a monthly basis, and capacity dictates that. Yeah. So yeah, exciting times. Hey, just real quickly before we go to the break, Karen, what are you going to be covering in the show today? Um, retirement myths. I'm going to bust some of those retirement myths. Okay, and Brett. Going to be probably along the same lines, talking about wanting to stay more rational than emotional, especially with what you said, David, all the Fed talk this week. So some interesting words out of uh, Fed Chairman Powell. So just want to chat about that a little bit. Cool. And I'm going to be covering how to shrink high taxes on those required minimum distributions that people are always wondering about in the future. All right. Good stuff. Got a great show lined up for you. And I will go into the break with just this uh, soft message to the listening audience. I know you mentioned fear, David, uh, and sometimes people perceive it as though you're creating fear. I think it's good for people to be self-aware. Yeah. And when you're smart enough to know what you don't know, you can absorb and learn by coming to one of the workshops. That's the reason people are attending the workshops. Yeah, absolutely. That's why they're coming out. You guys are amazing. Back in a moment. Get registered right now for one of the upcoming workshops on the 15th of February at the Radnor Valley Country Club or at the River Winds Restaurant. And then again on the 16th at the Marshallton Inn. All workshops start at 6 p.m. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. That's two opportunities on the 15th at the Radnor Valley Country Club and one on the 16th at the Marshallton Inn. Get registered and get educated. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, as you listen to some of those upcoming workshops, go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Get educated, get registered. Um, I guarantee, in a world where there are no guarantees, I guarantee you will leave more educated than when you arrived at the door. Brett, over to you. Yeah, sir. I'm starting to think uh, re- registration and being able to get into one of our workshops is is harder to obtain than trying to get an Eagles ticket right now. At the be. end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> this is Eagles hysteria. Listen, if, I, if I become a broker now for workshops, yeah, right. Tickets, that's good hey, stuff. you know what? There's a new idea for yeah, us. Yeah, right. They're coming out with vengeance. <laughs> like we'll start the workshop, and then there's like three more people that come in, and you're like, uh, where are they going to sit? Uh, Proving that education is priceless. Yeah, you say it. And we always say how knowledge and how important knowledge is. It's interesting you just said that, how important knowledge is. But what's even more important than knowledge is applied knowledge at the end of the day. And, you know, I I changed my workshop up last week for the first time. And I started, I said, you know, out of curiosity, I just want to see where the listening audience is, just with all the, the noise and headlines that are going on out there. I go, when you retire, you have to start taking money out of your IRA 401k at what age? And the three answers I gave was 17 and a half, 72 and 73. And when I pulled the room, literally, I got a third of the room, put their hand up at 17 and a half, a third of the room said 72, and a third of the room said 73. And I said, here's what's great. You are all right, depending upon when I asked the question. I go, if I asked the question back in 2019, it was 70 and a half. In 2020, it went to 72. And then in December of 2022, they changed the rule to 73. And what's unfortunate 
it's on you to keep up with it all. And that's what our hope is. And it's why we've done this show now working into our sixth year is just taking pride, taking pride and trying to take all the things that are out there, all the noise that's out there. What do I believe? What do I don't? And just try to give it the facts that are out there. Um, because David talked about the importance of awareness, what's awareness conversations that you need, that you need to have that you didn't know that needed to be had by asking a series of questions that you didn't even know that needed to be asked. And it sounds like a tongue twister, but if you really think about it, Knowledge is awesome, but if we don't know how to apply it at the end of the day, it ends up becoming useless, or we end up starting to look at things in silos and commodities, and that never works um, as well. So it was interesting just getting a pulse um, at our new location down there in, in Chad's Ford of the, of the workshop. We don't have a new office down there yet, but the new workshop that we did down there, just polling people that a third, a third, a third. So it just brings more appreciation to what we do because everyone's not aware of everything that's going on at the end of the day. But before I talk about um, this past week, and uh, not Eagles hysteria, but talking about the economy. I want to make a plug. We haven't done it in a while. We just came out of the second warmest January in history on record, whether it's global warming or something else. And, you know, going out maybe 10 days, things look good here in February, but. I saw a 10-degree low coming up here again, and so I wanted to make a uh, give a shout-out. I know we just talked about it with my our, our Thrive team uh, about Krause's Coat Drive. So, Joe, if you don't mind just uh, maybe making a plug and just say, our, again, local locations here at Thrive, if you want to just let us know you wanted to drop coats off, or I know you probably have a couple rallies probably coming up here in the Delaware Valley over the next week-ish as well. I got four rallies scheduled, that it? Ne- scheduled next <laughs> week, but thank you for the plug and, there, and the need. I mean, my phone now ringing off the hook just because of the temperature change as we're broadcast, as we're recording. Tell me about Kraus- Kraus- bro- what does Krause's coat drive again? Just remind the listening audience, please. If you have any sort of, if you have a slightly worn coat or jacket, um, men, women, and children, um, I will uh, collect those coats from you, uh, recondition those that need to be reconditioned, and then deliver those coats. I do all of the veterans, all of the shelters. I do all of the kids through cradles to crayons. And then anyone who is in need on the street, literally on the streets, on the coldest nights or the coldest mornings of the year. I'm in my 18th year now. And Brett, to your point, because the weather has been a little bit more unseasonably warm, uh, donating coats has not been top of mind. So when the temperature changes, boom, uh, is a good time to do it. And I'll be collecting. Just hit me up uh, on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, come out. Uh, I'm collecting next Thursday night out at Screwballs again. I'll yeah. be th- I'll be there doing a collection around a big rally yeah. for the big game. So pretty good stuff. And yeah. I appreciate you putting it out there. I've got three deliveries, two tonight and one tomorrow to the shelters with coats. So. It's real. Yeah, it's real. And especially when you have a looming recession and everything out there. And, you know, it reminds me, we just, uh, again, the team meeting that we had uh, uh, on Friday, we talk about our acronym, which is our core values that we believe in here, which is called LEAD. LEAD can mean a lot of things, leadership, leading. um, But LEAD stands for learning. You never know everything, so we always want to be uh, growing and learning. Um, E um, in LEAD stands for a commitment to excellence. A is an attention to detail. And then um, the D inevitably stands for discipline. Discipline meaning do what you got to do when you don't feel like doing it. And I think our listening audience understands that. So I just want to take a a quick shout out and say I appreciate you leading the effort and just getting the the Delaware Valley and the people that are needy of trying to get those. And you're doing it with dignity, which is just as important as just helping them out as well. So I appreciate that, that, Joe. Thank you, man. So in saying that, 
that. And when I hear people leading, when you hear a leader or somebody talking about that, and when someone comes up to you and you're respecting them as a place of authority, when you start hearing words like believe, think, could, should, would, I don't hear a lot of confidence. I don't hear a lot of confidence when I hear words like that. And so when we come out of this past week of Wednesday, and, we, and I'm going to call it irrational exuberance again, it drives me nuts. We're coming out of a month of January in which the NASDAQ went up almost 10%, and that was uh, finalized with the Fed chairman, um, I guess it was on February 1st, had come out and spoke, and they only increased interest rates by a quarter percent, and everyone thinks world peace is finally here. So, what's interesting is they talk about this concept called a soft landing related to the economy, and this is so important for our listening audience to hear about this, because while what's important yesterday is talking about the unemployment figures that came out, because we're kind of in a tweener stage, and I'm going to tell you, I think the next six to eight weeks related to how the economy uh, of what's going to happen is probably going to be is the direction we're probably heading in in the next three to nine months, because I hear some of that irrational exuberance. Up oh, the Fed, inflation's gone. David just talked about it. We're finally down to only a quarter point increase. They're still going up, folks. So, it costs more and more and more to borrow over and over again. And let me give you a quote out of Fed Chairman Powell. Tell me how confident people are with this, because we've been talking about it over the past couple months. Many forecasters would say a soft landing is not the most likely outcome. Yep, we've been saying that as well. But here's the person that runs the Fed department. His answer was, but I would say there's a chance of it. So their job is to ensure that there's a soft landing, which I don't think anyone has confidence. And now you have the person who's leading the Fed chairman and said, but I would, not is, not a, not a definite. I, I would say there's a chance of it, which to me sounds like government rhetoric at the end of the day, which means it ain't going to happen. And I hope our listening audience is starting to feel that and see that, because David talked about it. You had just yesterday, Apple, Amazon, Google come out with rough numbers, and those are the big guys right there. And it just continues to go on. Merck, the Merck COVID drug is now all of a sudden leading to new virus mutations. You now have Pfizer not making as much money on their COVID um, vaccines and so forth. And it goes on and on and on. And I got people like, ah, I've seen the W in the stock market. That means we're getting ready to roar back up. And when I start hearing about it, it's like, stop. And especially with people that we serve here at Thrive, and I, and I, and I use that word, strongly serve. Again, we're here to lead people. And that's the third thing that, I, that we take passion is just leading them, serving them. Just, um, just, just allow people to have that peace of mind and, and everything that they want in life. And, and when I start hearing concern in a gentleman, this is my favorite part, saying okay. these people's names again. <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot, Karen. Good, good luck. Alfonso Pectatiello. He is CEO of the Macro Compass, so I didn't butcher that up at the end of the day. But he talks about the window for the misplaced soft landing narrative is now extended. Why misplaced, he said? The first few innings of a recession always look like a soft landing as growth and inflation come down, but to alarming levels, exactly like today's environment. Here's a headline for you. The U.S. economy on track for a soft landing from the Dallas Fed. That was that article was from 2007. Seven. That was the last collapse started in October of 2007, and the landing didn't end until March of 2009. That was from 2007. It's feeling like the same thing. Contrast the current post-Fed euphoria with what I'm going to call him Alfonso. Um, his tweet was only a few days back. In the next four or five months, 
I expect the U.S. to be in a recession. And he's pulling out four things. Number one is the global economy. Number two is the Fed board's leading indicators. Here's number three, and I think we're going to start to finally start to see this, the housing index. You just heard what David said, how David and Karen are out there looking at possibly some real estate development stuff. Let's watch what happens to the housing market here soon. It's getting interesting out there with new construction, housing buys, rates being up. You're starting to, and then inevitably the Philly Fed's new order index. Again, folks, there are leading indicators, there are lagging indicators. And again, when we're just facing with what we're at exactly today, we need to be conscious of things like sequence of returns risk why the modern portfolio theory may be dead for two-thirds of Americans that are out there that you just can't take conventional wisdom and treat your retirement like the years while you were working. It does not work. And when we talk about the next six to eight weeks, because we're going to know, and this, this concept that we're talking about, the Goldilocks data is what they're looking for right now, because the issue becomes this. If data starts coming in that the economy is, doing, is booming and it's back on track, I promise you, interest rates are going to start to pick back up on how fast they're going to continue to go back up, because things are going to continue to spiral again a little bit. But then if things come back really weak, I would tell you that soft landing is completely off the table. So when we start watching some of this employment data come in, and I know we're, getting, we're in the middle of onboarding eight new employees here at Thrive, not replacing new employees here at Thrive. And it's, it's been a challenge trying to find them right, um, out there right now. And again, I want people to pause and take a break because we see that bear market that occurs naturally. Forget the pandemic. Every eight to 12 years, we're in the middle of it right now. Last year, the market went down 20%. Yeah, it went up 10, 10% in the NASDAQ just in January. But please keep an eye on things. And I would tell, some, tell our listening audience, please be impatiently patient. Please be impatiently patient. The good thing that's different now than what was before is at least you can put your money in safe vehicles today and at least get 3 4% that's out there while we're just waiting for the calm to come back to then go back into the market. So I want to be conscious and wary, and especially when we start hearing news from companies like Apple, Amazon, Google, like some of the biggest comp- companies that are out there. There's a disaster going on right now. A gentleman named Adani from India second uh, richest person in the world about some of the fraud that's uncovered and a $108 billion crisis that's shaking out over there. There's a lot that's happening around the world right there, and I want people to just stay calm. And here's my encouragement. If you're looking for that second opinion, it's like, what do we think about this? What do we think about That's what we're here for, is provide that education, take you by the hand, and just have that conversation over a cup of coffee and say, it's going to be okay. But we gotta, we can't stick our head in the sand and ignore everything. So my encouragement is to give us a call at 215-798-9088. Again, it's 215-798-9088. We'd love to have the conversation with you on just, hey, how do we continually pull these puzzle pieces together to make sure that we're ready for the storm that's that we're looking at? Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. On deck, Karen Bazaar, back in a moment. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. One more time, I'll give out the phone number, 215-798-9088. Or you can go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Not only to get registered, by the way, for one of the upcoming workshops, the website has become an incredible, incredible resource guide for just about every question you might have. Or some information that will stimulate a question on your phone call. 
Yes, there is good information on there. And that's a way, if you're driving your car right now, listening to us, just go to thrivefinancialservices.com. You can get our phone number from there and start the conversation. Um, So I was reading an interesting article online. Um, It was uh, by Forbes and it said, forget these three retirement planning myths. So I'm going to throw a couple more in there, but in sitting with people recently and so talking to so many people at the workshops, there are myths out there. And if you are um, not sitting with a financial advisor who's a fiduciary, you could be believing these myths and then making a mistake in retirement. And, you know, retirement's pretty important. You want to try to do everything the right way. So uh, in the article, you know, he says, look, retirement should inspire thoughts of mixed drinks on the beach, long afternoons with the grandkids. I don't know about long afternoons, but afternoons with the grandkids. I'm kidding. I'm not there yet. Uh, But for many people, just mentioning the word spurs anxiety. Younger Americans are waiting too long to put money away. Middle-aged workers rarely make up for the lost time, and people approaching retirement are hoping to hold on to their jobs long enough to save just a few dollars more. That's actually one of my myths is, or, or you know, misconceptions is are people when they're heading towards that retirement, they're like, I'm just going to work longer. You know, I can I can hang in there, but we're seeing layoffs right now. So you don't have control over that all the time. So that might not be a good part of your uh, retirement plan. Um, Most people know they should be doing more to save for retirement, yet too few of us are doing the right thing. As a result, about half of Americans, now this is the article, are in store for a lower standard of living and less financial freedom once they quit working and rely on their fixed income. Part of this looming retirement crisis is driven by a host of common myths and misconceptions about retirement that have seeped into our collective consciousness. Correcting them may help you feel more confident in your ability to prepare for your golden years and banish those sinking feelings of anxiety. So myth number one in this article is uh, social security is going away. That's myth number one. No federal program is more important for retirement than Social Security. About half of American retirees rely on Social Security for half of their income. So it's an important part of retirement. Look, we, when we plan for retirement, we're still including Social Security in it. But a shockingly not high number of people think that Social Security will start falling apart in the not-too-distant future. And look, there is a reason. He likens, uh, he says in the article, there's a reason so many Americans sound like Chicken Little, and it has to do with the, how we're paying for Social Security, right? So right now, you're paying into Social Security for the people who are using Social Security. And when it's time for you to retire, Joe, you're supposed to have uh, the younger workers will be supplying your Social Security income. But, you know, the pay-as-you-go model isn't necessarily a bad thing. And in an ideal world, Social Security would be paying less out per year than it took in. But, you know, we we know... And the, and the young workers are all gig workers, so they're not even yeah, exactly, not even right? contributing yeah. right now. Right. But, you know, that's what's happening. American life, the problem is American lifespans have grown, which is a good thing, but it's causing a problem with Social Security. And this is what he says about Social Security. He says, look, here, that's the myth. Social Security is going away. The truth is Social Security needs help, but it isn't going anywhere. And he's continues in the article. He's like, do you really think politicians are going to just let Social Security run dry when so many depend on it? It would be a catastrophe for the United States. And the problem with this is if some people, we meet with people and they go, I'm starting Social Security at 62 because Social Security is going away. And that could be 
detrimental to your retirement. You're missing out on hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's also important to remember, if you're part of a couple, just if one person starts early, it can mess up your whole retirement plan. Remember, one person's going to pass away before the other, and that one Social Security check's going away. So you really have to have a strategy when you're picking Social Security. Uh, another retirement myth that he brings to the table is um, myth number two, stock market returns and home appreciation are the biggest retirement risks. This is what people are thinking, right? The ups and downs of the stock market are constantly in the news. Every night, like, you know, in the broadcast right now, we, we know we've got looming recession. Stock market is crazy. You know, there's so much noise out there. So it's no surprise that people view like retirement risks are their home values dropping. Another retirement risk is, you know, the market's going to crash when I'm retired. Those are retirement risks as far as the stock market is concerned is you should pay attention to it, but you need to have a plan, right? You can't, again, you need to be listening to somebody who's going to give you um, advice and take you by the hand and lead you through it. You need to be listened to a financial advisor who is a fiduciary. There's so much noise out there. So the the true risk, though, he says in the article, other than the stock market returns and your home appreciation, is longevity. Longevity is your number one risk. And he says that retirees are not assessing risk the way they should be. And he said, there's a lot of market volatility, but again, you want to take a look and make maybe build a plan that is going to um, mediate, you know, that risk of the market, right? So, in his article, he says, you know, you might want to spend more time focusing on ways to cope with costs of longevity. You might want to convert some of your retirement savings uh, into annuities. And there are other ways here at Thrive that we've discussed with our clients and potential clients when they come in. There's other ways to have a secure income. You just have to have an income retirement plan. Your advisor needs to do more than just manage your assets. You have to take a look at everything. Uh, Myth number three in the article says you can't afford to save for retirement. He said that's one of the biggest myths with Americans, right? They they start thinking, um, you know, maybe I started too late. What's the point right now? Um, But he's encouraging younger Americans out there, younger workers. Look, once you start working, you need to start putting money away. And when you get older, you know, sometimes people are in their 40s and they're like, oh, crap, I'm, I, I got to retire. I'm, I'm paying for college. I'm paying for the kids. It's really time to start focusing on yourself and really put a plan together. And it can be done, but you have to do it the right way. There are options out there for you to save when you're working or, or 401ks. And even if you're not employed by a company that offers that, you can still take advantage of Roth IRAs or traditional IRAs. You just have to have a plan in place. So that's his three retirement risks. But I will tell you other risks that we hear uh, a lot when we're talking to people and communicating with them at the workshops. Number one, I think, uh, and David talks about it at the seminars, he says, how many of you believe taxes will be lower, your taxes will be lower once you retire? And people's hands used to shoot up, but I have to tell you, they're not going, they're up, not going anymore, up so quickly anymore. They're definitely not. So that myth might, might be going away. Uh, Brett kind of touched on it. Some people have this, uh, and this is a long, this could be a whole show on itself, but there's something called the 4% rule. And they sat down with their advisor and they said, oh, you're good. You can withdraw this amount. 
blah, blah, blah. And you're four per, you can take 4% out for the next 30 years and you're going to be fine. That's conventional wisdom. I think sometimes you got to, we think outside the box. Uh, I think a big one, and I'll end here, is Medicare will cover all of my expenses in retired. You really got to dig deep and really understand what retirement is going to look like. Um, so we're here. Give us a call, 215-798-9088. Let's start the conversation. Come on in for that free consultation. All right. Good stuff, Karen. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. And I would say in a world where we are constantly uh, overwhelmed just on our phone alone. So much information. With information. How do you make sense of it? And then how do you apply that knowledge, which you're going to get um, by having a conversation with Thrive Financial Services? That's what I believe. 215-798-9088 is the number. We'll get to a commercial break. David Bazaar, standing by. Back in a moment. And as we come back, the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Don't forget, if you miss any of today's show, you can also find uh, the show via a podcast on thrivefinancialservices.com. You can go and download the show. You can listen to us while you take your steps after dinner. How's that sound? Sounds perfect. Yeah. That was good. Good time to learn. That's what my wife learns. My wife consumes podcast and educational information when she walks. So if she goes on a three or four mile uh, walk every night when she gets home from work, podcast on, and that's how she takes in information. Yeah, I've tried that in the past. I, I don't think I walk right. Yeah, because I bounce and uh, I can't hear things that well. <laughs> you ever notice that? <laughs> no, I put it. Even if you bounce. <laughs> when I used to play softball, that was the same thing too. Like okay. when I would run in the outfield, you, they tell you to run on your toes so your eyeballs don't bounce. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. You, that's true, right? <laughs> I think it might be. Yeah. For, for that, I think that's it might classic. be true. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Hey, just real quick, I want to piggyback on what Brett was talking related to the jobs report. And um, on Friday, uh, the jobs. Here, let me just tell you what was kind of uh, you know in the media and everything else. The you know the pundits, the forecasters, the experts of the world, uh, if world of finance estimated that the jobs report would report an increase. That this was the consensus forecast of one hundred and eighty nine thousand new jobs. The report came out, Joe. And jobs actually rose by 517,000. So, like, completely blew away the consensus. And the headline that came out is that unemployment rate fell to a 53-year low of 3.4%. So, let's unpack that for a second, right? Because that sounds kind of interesting. Here's part of the puzzle. Part of the puzzle is... Wage growth came in exactly as expected at 0.3%. You would have thought it would have been higher with right the competitive nature of jobs and mm-hmm. wage growth is not growing nearly as fast as the forecasted and then the actual job growth. That's an issue, right? Now, here's something just to think about, right? I, I you know I've been thinking about this and it you know just as Brett was talking about it when the jobs growth is double the forecast, it means that the economy is probably going in the opposite direction than expected. Now, here's the other part. Think about this too, Joe. It could also mean that working people 
are doing two different jobs just to fight inflation that's happening right now. And with that type of job growth being perceived and you know being reported the way it's being reported, what do you think the Fed's going to do? We're going back up. Yeah. You so can much just, for the Goldilocks, like I was just talking about. Yeah, right? I mean, it's yeah. just, like, as we think about it, it's just, it, it, the rates are going to go back up, right? That's going to slow down housing even further than it's already slowing down. Things are going to cost more. The consumer's going to stop spending. It's, there are so many, you know, we've, we've seen this story. I've been doing this for 32 years now. Um, that's why I kind of apologize when I do my seminars. You know, I said, look, I really apologize for kind of giving you the facts, um, you know, most consumers don't really want to hear the real deal. Um, that's, you know, they work with, a lot of people work with financial advisors that don't know how to really deal being, I don't want to say not honest, but telling people what the facts are. Because they don't want people to get upset. And when people get upset with you, they might not like you anymore. And if they don't like you anymore, they might not do business with You know, as a fiduciary, you've got to tell people, here's the deal uncover it, unpack it. But here's the good thing. There's a solution. I don't know if you remember this. I, Joe, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Dr. Bazan over at the Marcus Institute, right? Uh, I've got him lined up to come on the show, actually. Awesome. Yeah, it's really exciting about it. That's He's on vacation for a little bit. That's, that's excellent. Yeah, so we're going to have him on the show. He's really excited about coming on. Um, one of my... Um, one of my blood tests, which indicates how your kidneys are functioning. Um, I had gone to a nephrologist previously because one of my blood, you know, metrics, whatever you call them, markers, came back that I was starting to see a deterioration in my kidney function at a level that wasn't really good, you know, like a precursor to some chronic kidney disease. And, um, you know, Dr. Bazan worked with me and, you know, vegetarian diet, a lot of exercise, a lot of supplementation, you know, all the things that you should do, right? I did, and I did it completely the way he, like I said, when I sat down with Dr. Bazan, I said, I will become your best patient. Like, I'm so committed to this. I'm so scared about what I saw. I need to make a change. So I did. The reason I bring that up my kidney function marker, which I was told could not be improved. Like once you have kidney disease, you've got kidney disease. They told, my nephrologist told me, you cannot make it better. This last blood test, my marker for my kidney function, went above my nor- like above what is considered minimum range level, Right. And when I said to Dr. Bazan, I said, my professional doctor, my nephrologist, who's a specialist in kidney function, told me you could not improve this. And Dr. Bazan's response to me was, they tell you that because they don't know how to fix it. And that, the light bulb went off. Like, I was like, how often does that happen? Right. What other areas of life do we get told something that it can't be done? And that's because the person who's telling you it doesn't know how to make it work. I see that in the financial planning business, mm-hmm. right? People go in it. We just, we just had somebody come out to our seminar and cancel an appointment. 
And the reasoning, the, the reason that the person canceled the appointment, and many people do this, not the cancellation, but they'll go back to their existing advisor after meeting with us at a seminar, not coming in for that free consultation, but they'll come in. Uh, before they come in, they'll call their financial advisor. Hey, I went to this seminar. I heard this guy talking about Roth IRA conversions or you know, how to lower your taxes on your RMDs or whatever the topic was during the seminar that we gave. And this person, when they talked to Natalie at our front desk at our, at our headquarters, said, um, I talked to my financial advisor, and my financial advisor told me I don't have enough money to do the strategy that the speaker at the seminar was talking about. Now, the strategy I was talking about was how to do a Roth conversion and then reduce the taxation of the Roth conversion. Now, when people come out to our seminar, they fill out a form that says, hey, I want to come in and talk to you. And one of the things we ask is we don't ask for a specific number, but we ask for the range of assets, your retirement assets that you have, zero to $250,000, $250,000 to a million, $1 million to $3 million, $3 million above, or $3 million to $5 million, and $5 million and above. This person on their response form checked off that they had $1 million, $1 to $3 million. Brett, have you ever seen a situation, Karen, have you ever seen a situation where somebody has $1 to $3 million and we have, we have considered or we were incapable of providing a Roth conversion strategy with a tax mitigation solution? Never. No. The only, the only way is if they have no IRA money. Which never happens. Yeah, I mean that was IRA, yeah. that was IRA money that they were talking. Yeah. So, you know, thinking back, that's kind of the situation. Somebody told them you can't do that, and this is somebody they trust. So then it really prevents that person from having just the opportunity, just the opportunity to hear the other side of the story, get all the facts, not just some of the facts, and then be empowered to make. A good decision. One yeah, way I don't or th- even understand why the individual would even say that unless they didn't know. Why would you even say well, that? Well, right? So, the, uh, you know, look, and again, I've been in this industry for 32 years. I can't tell you that I tiptoe around with things that I say. I'm pretty blunt, pretty straightforward. Um, no one has ever accused me of not saying what I think and feel. Um, if you're a genuine fiduciary, you really have to operate in the best interest of the people that you're serving, your clients. If you don't know how to do a Roth conversion for your client, if you don't know how to calculate the maximum amount of IRA conversion, if you're not able to calculate what the tax obligation of that will be, if you're not able to offer an opportunity to mitigate the tax obligation, reduce it or eliminate it, then you should be honest with your client and just say, hey, I got to be honest with you. That sounds like a pretty good strategy. I just don't know how to do it. But the reality is they put the almighty dollar in front because if that client of theirs comes and sees one of our financial professionals who tells them how to do it and can give them the leadership to actually implement it, then that other financial advisor is going to lose a client, which means he's going to lose money. Well, and it, but it's incumbent on that other financial planner to not, 
to know. And if they don't know, they need to learn. Yeah, that's it's that simple. It's that simple. It's that simple. But financial advisors traditionally are getting paid for the knowledge that they have, which is related to how to do investment management. And when it comes to retirement income planning, tax efficient, tax efficient retirement income planning, it's not their cup of tea. It's not their specialty. Right? They're kind of like the starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. They get you maybe to the sixth or seventh inning if they're good. Then you got to go to a specialist in the bullpen. Somebody's got the right sinker, the right slider, the right curveball, whatever it may be. When people finally come out to thrive, they recognize that's the situation. We're not the generalists. We're the specialists. Yeah, and we're very good at what we do. So if you want to find out, one, come out to our seminar, go to thrivefinancialservices.com, you can register, or just give us a call at 215-798-9088. We'd be happy to talk to you. Like Brett said, a couple, we have, I'm telling you, Joe, we have one of the best coffee makers. Oh, we yeah. went out and spent some money on this thing. It's right sitting in our lobby at Fort Washington. All our offices give good coffee. This one, though, espresso, cappuccino, all of it. Fantastic. Wow. Great stuff. I have to try it. There you go. I have to pass on bringing in my Duncan <laughs> and try it right Yeah, Karen. absolutely. That's going to do it for this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Um, that last segment flew. This whole hour flew. So really, really good <laughs> stuff. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Get registered for one of the upcoming workshops. This is the last time we'll be able to say this in this part of the year. Go Birds. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brendy Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.